I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And welcome to another episode of Mahogany Mammology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. And really this week, we love to give our roses to moms who are graduating this year. It is that time of the year for us. Mm -hmm. And also to those who have lost a loved one, because we know it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, Memorial Weekend, um, so if you are a mom who has lost a loved one, our thoughts are with you and those of you who are graduating. Congratulations to you. Congratulations, graduates. So now on to the show. All right. So most recently, the social media storm set its claws on a gentleman <laughs> by the name of Dan Gansby. If you are aware, he is the husband of acclaimed lifestyle guru B. Smith. And Smith, if you don't know, is battling advanced stage dementia and resides with her husband who is caring for her. So the the, the concern is that Mr. Gansby has a girlfriend, right? And kind of a sort of an open, I don't know what you want to define that as, an open relationship between Smith and the partner, but I really don't want to say it's even open because we'll get into it because dementia is, you know, pretty different. So the partner is very free in their home, apparently, Mm. and, and has reports of even caring for Smith while she's in the home. Well, that's what she was hired to do, wasn't she? I don't know. No? I don't I, I don't think so. I think from my understanding they they Mr. Gasby and the mistress were friends beforehand. Oh, okay. And they, you know, not that that makes any difference. Not that though. it makes difference, but it's just like they um you know, they were well, well aware of um, B. Smith's condition. And okay. as it started to deteriorate, um, they began to get closer. But again, we're going to touch upon that as well, because that, to me, throws another interesting dynamic to this situation. <laughs> and so, you know, if you have been following, this kind, the story kind of came and went. and But it does allow us to have a deep discussion on how do we navigate our marriages, our partnerships, when the significant others or the spouses are battling a terminal disease, Mm. you know? So (laughs) the social media storm pretty much, honestly, very starch, like, opinion. If they knew knew his address, they would have came for him. They were trying to cut, like, they came for him, but they knew the address. They would have been at the front door. They come for him. They coming for her. The the daughter too, because his daughter, daughter was like yeah. talking some yeah. stuff. Like yeah. So, so but again, mm-hmm. it, this opens a a really um, nice discussion about maintaining companionship or a love. You know, when our partners are are battling something. You know, there's to me, I feel like there's a there's a, a couple of layers, and I'm actually torn. On the specific B. Smith, um, Gasby situation, because I do work oh. in healthcare yeah. and I see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, we have to think, just generally speaking, a lot of caregivers who are partners or significant others need a break. Of course. You know, they need that kind of respite care. Mm -hmm. And sometimes some people may feel like that's a bad thing. Like we all, if you're, if you're providing very 
intense care because caregiving is exhausting. Clearly, we, we spoke about sandwich mm-hmm. families mm-hmm. in the past. And if it's just you holding that kind of responsibility, you tend to burn out. As a matter of fact, there are stories where the caregivers pretty much die before the actual person dies because they're, they've put so much undue stress on them caring for yeah, this and there's, there's other. emotional, there's psychological factors. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, the grief counseling is clearly needed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. so, I mean, the, the question is, it's a couple of things I think about when this situation comes up. It's like, if they're older, it's like they they're not just they're not justified to have that kind of love or even intimacy or even sexual intimacy because they're older. So therefore, they should be uh, wanting to take care of their partner without any without any problems. Because the, the the thought is, you know, if we're older, we're not having any of these sexual desires. Do you see where I'm coming I from do, with that? I do. I didn't see it as that. When So therefore, yeah. like, we shouldn't even, older people shouldn't even be entertaining the idea of even having a significant other. I feel like under the circumstances, I, I just can't. Like, if mine were to die, not, again, I'm, I'm just talking generally speaking, but then we can talk specifically about B. Smith, but I'm just generally talking about the idea of caring for, you know, when you care for your significant other, you're caring for your spouse and you guys have been married, you know, many, many years, decades, yeah. decades, and it's like because you got older, you shouldn't have sexual desires, you shouldn't have any try to have any emotional connection um, with someone else. Say like if you, say if you got a divorce and you were older, you know, say someone had, say if your spouse did pass on, you know, it's like that expectation, like um, that person dies, like you should not be wanting to desire anybody. And we joke about that. Yeah, it's it's a general. Like don't, don't be trying to, you know. It's a general, but I think when I went through it, like on that that part of it with with my dad, I was like, okay, I hope he does. Because I know, I realize there's a need for interaction. I'm not saying like the person to move in or whatever, that he could have just had homegirl, whatever. Like he could have just been dating. Mm-hmm. That would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that, but anyhow. But to go to this, to me, what Gatsby's doing is just extreme to me. I can't agree with the optics of it. I can't agree with how he, to me, like she in like the home. It's parading. It's it's, it's parade. Like I know she and got Alzheimer's. I know her mental, like B. Smith's mental capacity comes in and out. But I'm just like, for real. Yes. So I I can't get with the optics of it. That's the that's why I'm torn with it. But I can't void him for wanting some intimacy. At the point where, you know, Miss Smith's cognitive or mental capacity is impaired as such that she may not want. Because um, she's reverting back so much, yeah. Yeah, because dementia is is a retro, is a You go retrograde. back to baby stage, if yes, you will. exactly, yes. exactly. So a lot of people out here like, you know, I, I can't get with how, you know, I can't get with him trying to have a significant, you know, trying to have a partner or whatever. But in B. Smith's mind, she may not even know, like, 
that this man is her husband. Like, there's some days she does, some days she doesn't. Exactly. Who exactly. knows what's said in the household? I'm feeling some type of. I'm like, where are y'all your friends? Like, everyone's cool with this. I mean, it's just so. Not that their friends have to be cool with it, but I'm just like, and I've told you this offline. If this were me, there's no way I would have approved it. <sighs> Marriage is complex. It's a complex level of commitment. <laughs> I like how you went for like this PC definition right now. <laughs> it's a terrible situation to navigate. You know, there it, it point blank period. Whether it be his case, whether it be anybody else who's are who's going through strained relationships because one person is ill and they have to take care of, you know, that other person. It's like how much intimacy do you need to have when you're taking care of somebody? That goes into the next question. Just because, so to me, you're. I mean, I don't mean like. I don't mean like. I don't mean like. The way you phrased it, it made it such that, like, okay, they're taking, like, they should not have, they shouldn't divert their thoughts to anything else except for taking care of that significant other. No, yes and no. I mean, I know some people have to work and some people get the, the opportunity to be on FMLA and all that stuff, but I'm sitting here going, you have time to think about. A whole different human being. You have time to think about a whole different human being, and your part, this person, you've like said, I do. That's my road dog. We in it to win it. It's still here. Would I get, you have I, wanted? Him, in the case of Mr. Gatsby, would you have wanted him to put her in a nursing home and him and him go live his life? Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I oh, don't I'm not know. saying that she should be in a nursing home. That's, no, no. that's up to them and their financials and how that works out. That, and that's not the I road just, I'm going. With I guess that. my thing is like, you want to date and she's still here. So are you done? Like, are you not like in love anymore with? be because she's in her state of dementia and I feel like I don't even know if that question was really asked I feel like it gets danced around um I don't think I think he truly does still love her obviously or else I feel like he would have abandoned her a long time ago I, I think there, the love is still there and again we're on the idea of marriage of unconditional love and could we say to an extent he is providing some unconditional love to her because he's still allowing her to be in the house and he's not, and he's still caring for her. You can have additional very, love if she were in the nursing home. So it's kind of like, how do you want him? The question is, how do you want him to navigate his own personal desires for intimacy, even though his partner doesn't have the mental capacity or in, or in some cases, you know, speaking of other relationships, mm -hmm. they may not have the physical capacity to provide that intimacy. How should he go about navigating that? I'm just not sure if I'm really, well, it's not that I'm not sure. I'm not comfortable with him doing it in front of B as a person. And that's what we said. The optics of it because, is Because, God forbid, one of these like, you know, Fortune 500 pharmaceutical companies comes out with a cure. Mm-hmm. You's in trouble, bruh. Are you, you about to? You, I'm just saying. I know we're like probably way far off from that yeah. type of cure, but 
I just like that just pings at me. Like, like, what are you telling B? You're telling us one thing. I don't know what you're saying in front of her. I don't know, and like, I don't you know. That's your nurse. I don't know, and they, again, I don't know their relationship. That goes to the other thing. What if they did have this discussion? You know, because she was diagnosed. I she want had, to see receipts. She, she well, they're not. Gonna, I wouldn't. I I would not. Out of respect, I'm like, I don't want to see anybody's. Res- but if they had that discussion, she got. I remember when she got diagnosed. Pretty, oh, yeah. pretty like early 2000s, and it broke my heart because I knew what dementia looked like and I knew that it was going to get progressively worse and she was at a point where she was still cognitively within she had not and I know there's some interviews out there yeah there's one that shows like where the the actual situation may have like hit the point of oh something's up yeah yeah the something's up type of and even after the fact she was still cognitively enough to even have a have a, a interview a decent interview and it just broke my heart to know that it's only going to get worse from here and so maybe during that era they did have that discussion and say like hey you know I I know you know maybe she had a realistic view of her outcome and was just like, you know, if I get to a point where I am literally incapacitated, I want you to move on. I know there are families out there that are like that. I, there's I want move you to on. Move on. There's move on when I'm in six feet under. And then there's move on while I'm still in this hospital zone. But again, Which, I don't know the... I don't there's know. a certain point. So and I, I'm just... And, and we assume when people say move on, it should be after I'm six feet in the ground. Yeah. It sh- that's the assumption. Maybe folks want to know that you move on to the point where I'm like, yo, if if it comes to the point like you cannot, like I, I can't understand day to day. I'm my clarity, my, I'm foggy, you know, mentally, my mental capacity is gone. Although I'm physically still healthy, you know, I, I give, I grant you that pass to move on. We, as a society, look at people in a negative light, and I'm not even trying to be preachy because, I mean, I, I, I have a personal opinion on that, but just generally speaking, mm-hmm. If we have someone who's, you know, having cancer or, you know, and are mm-hmm. in those advanced stages of cancer mm-hmm. and, you know, f- mentally they're there, but physically they know mm-hmm. that they're I went through, I mean, not going personally. I know yeah, personally, I know. not personally, but I yeah, know, you mm-hmm. know, maybe in those instances still they're just like, I mean, I'm in so much pain. I can't provide the love that you deserve. So I grant you that to go and find the love which you deserve on the amount that you don't, like, just put me in a nursing home or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I grant you that love. I, 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 to me— A lot what, of people say that. But I, mean, I think that, when they're that saying is that, a, that is they're deep, saying that probably when the person—when they're thinking, oh, after I go under, like, after I'm gone. And to me, I feel like that requires a, a very high-level, um, deep— sense of um, self-awareness, like reality, you know, he's not, my my partner is not deserting me, but I know I can no longer live. I, you know, I'm at a point where I can no longer live. 
in a, in the case of B. Smith, she can no longer live. She can no longer live by herself. Well, yeah, she's yeah. okay. But yeah, she, she always no, will need help. She will always need help. So it's like, who are we to wag the finger at him and say that, you know, you are wrong in in wanting companionship? I just, say? I just, no, I mean, I know people are hard and fast about this, but I'm just exploring the different thought process behind that. Yeah, and it's hard because, again, we're not in the room. It's not really our business, but however it becomes our business, and it is a great conversation of it because it is in the media. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone had to come back and say this. So he had it. To, someone leaked it to the media that this woman is in the home. You know what I mean? Like that's how I'm doing it. I was like, like you, you and he didn't. She didn't try. He didn't try away from like it. He didn't try. TMZ kind of kind of situation. Well, look, TMZ come out with the truth some days. So look, they. My, my thing is, it's not like he was being private, and yeah. this information, um, like he didn't want the information to come out. Mm-hmm. He's been like, no, I'm doing interviews. I'm front and center. So my thing is, okay, you you put yourself out there for everyone to know. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad the que- if the public has questions. I, that, I that's where I'm coming from. I agree with that. And the so reason, I have questions. And to me, the reason this this actually is to the forefront because I believe he has a podcast with his mistress. He oh, he has, does. Talking about the whole that whole relationship dynamic. Wow. Um, he either has a there's something else that's out there. Whether it be a well, book he's supposed to do a reality. He's not doing a reality show, is he? I don't know, but there's something else in addition to the podcast oh, that has come out break, for real? media wise, like entertainment wise. That's okay. why, and of course, you know, that's where the questions come up, and that's why this is. This is why we're talking about it right now. So in one instance, some people can are, are saying that, you know what, you're sensationalizing. Yeah, that's kind of what... This whole relationship. I, I can see that. I can see that. Where... Is it or is it discussions that need to be had? It's discussions that need to be had, yes, because I, even aside from the fact that he's brought another woman into the home, I feel like anytime, I feel like, well, not anytime, but I think every single person, um, and I'm preaching to the choir because I need to do this too, is have a plan, your exit plan. You know, we have a birth plan for our little ones when they, you know, we're trying to birth, Mm -hmm. but we all need to have exit plans. As weird as that sounds, I mean, we have plans for everything. You, you're going to have to have a plan for exiting this world. And what I mean by that is having a sit-down conversation with your loved one, with your children. Granted, the I think there needs to be age-appropriate conversations, but what are your wishes? What would you like to see happen? And maybe they did have that conversation. You know, we're, we, we are the eyes looking in. Very true. And maybe they did. And, 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 you know, kind of a sidebar, you know, as a healthcare worker, this is why you should have living wills and, and oh, yeah. things like that in place so that you can honor the wishes appropriately. But in the- Do you see this quite a bit in your field? Like, I see. I mean, we ain't putting your business out there, but I'm just saying, do no, you no. see it from? 
I see actually more from the dementia side Mm. where that dementia patient may have, say they're in a nursing facility. Mm -hmm, Okay. They may have acquired a new friend. Oh, the dementia person? Yes. Because their behavior as such, you know, I mean, they, they don't, they know not what they do. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, you know, there's, there's, they're they, they hooking up in the nursing home. They're ho- or attempting to flirt, you know, with with the opposite sex or the same sex. Um, I know, I laugh, I really shouldn't be. You know, individual where they have a whole supportive partner that come and visits them like three o'clock every day, you know, religiously and brings them sweets and treats. And they know their name. And they know that this is a person, when they leave those doors, they turn and say, hey, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. So they're not actively, to me, I wouldn't look at it as actively cheating. Because they don't know. They don't know. Okay. And that's the side that I see. And, you know, the healthy partner feels some kind of way about that, as they should. Yeah. Yeah. But can you be angry at the dementia patient? Can you turn around and be like, I want a divorce? Like, um, no, they are no right mind. I see your point. I see your point. This, like, that's where that's, I feel like a conversation has to be had. I know. I'm sorry with the dementia person because I just think it's, like, it's so cute. Um, you know, that they're, you know, trying to mm-hmm. hit on whomever in the, but, in the home. But, yeah, I mean, I, if— dementia person is hitting on the person in the home, okay, I guess that guess does give you some leeway. But again, it all comes down to communication. B. Smith is not in a, in a nursing home and she ain't hitting on nobody. Okay, but I'm, I'm just using that as a point like to also like, again, think of the thought process behind that. You know, we are chastising mm-hmm. this man. We are chastising this man because he is of sound mind and body, right? Yeah. To make that decision. We are not going to chastise the, that individual with dementia because, again, they need not know what they do. Um, of course, we're, as society, we're just not going to chastise them. We're just not, you know? No, no, we're not. And they're still married. You're right. You know, and when their husband leaves, you know, because or their partner leaves because, you know, whatever, night falls or whatever, and they're at the dinner table and they're holding hands with another person, we can't, as a worker, say, don't hold their hand because that might trigger them to have a behavioral outburst. Gotcha. Don't do that. You are a married woman. I Am I? Oh, okay. And they still, <laughs> like, is he my husband? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to hold his hand anyway. So I get, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's very complex. This is very gray. And I think social media had a very black and white uh, view on it. They had a black and white view because it's, it's in her home that she's not a nursing home. Not even that, but they also had a very black and white view on the sanctity of marriage. Very true, because it is del- del- till death to you part. Mm-hmm. I, I get where that's coming from. Um, I don't know if certain media outlets have asked him truly the question of, 
you know, or ask B. Smith, you know, because all the interviews are with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's an interview out there with her literally talking about, okay, I know I have Alzheimer's or dementia, excuse me, and I've told Dan that he can go ahead and have someone else. We'll I don't never, know if that we'll inter- never know how, you know. You know n- no media outlet has had that question with her. None. So I think that's why the Twitters out there mm-hmm. have lashed out because no one's come back and said, oh, yeah, she talked to so-and-so on such-and-such show. She cannot talk well, I, to, to Well, that. now she can't, but yeah. I'm just saying, at the time, she's never come out and said it. But yeah. it becomes this big, huge hubbub because it's like, well, what were her wishes? And that's not what do pri- you do? Or what, what do you do? That's not privy for me as an outsider to know. Oh, I, don't, I mean, it's her business. That's yeah. her life. But my thing is, okay, I see that situation. How am I going to handle it when it's me? Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I liked, I liked this situation because it is a very taboo topic. Because as Black folks, we're just like, you know, there's that uh, the Christian ideology behind, you know, the idea of marriage should be. You know, between, I mean, for some people, it's between a man and a woman, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, between two individuals and a legally, it's a legally yeah. binding, yeah. you know, agreement. And it should be as such. So, and then I'm going to throw another wrench in the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, what about those who have, who live that polyamorous lifestyle, polygamy, you know, that polygamous lifestyle, where they do have, but according to government, that's not recognized. You know, it's actually, I believe it's illegal. In it's some, actually illegal, yes. I some, think many of all, not states. all 50, what are we, 51 states mm, now? But if you throw a religion behind it, because I'm thinking like, Mormons? Do, are they allowed? <sighs> I don't think they can write it off on federal law, but it is what it is. Okay. I think that's a Utah thing. But not all state. You know? Yeah, I, mean, I think Utah's one of those, like, weird exceptions. But, um, but you know, in that state, you know, what about those who live a, a very happy polygamous lifestyle? And Again, that goes all back to what? The fantastic word of communication. Mm-hmm. And being on one accord and being on the same page and saying, hey, this is what I would like to have. And, you know, hey, if I get down this road and I'm incapacitated or unable to be of sound mind and body, making sure that the children are aware Mm -hmm. that mommy is going to feel this way, mommy's going to be okay if daddy has another woman coming home. I want y'all to know, like, preparing your children if that's what you're okay with. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with it, be able to voice that. And I don't know, I guess go to have counseling if that's something that needs to come up to play or come up to par is what do we do? You know, if if you want to bring in somebody else, maybe I need to go to a nursing home. (laughs) But, uh, hey... But then at the end, you just you have funding for that nursing home. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we have? There's a whole nother complex. But level these are things. But the, people need to think about this. Do we? Do I have finances to put? You know, my significant other in a nursing home. Culturally, we just don't put people in the nursing home. 
you know, we we spoke about that in the yeah. sandwich generation. Um, it is what it is. I can't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I mean, there's a wrong and a right for each person, but it should be based upon how the person's beliefs and whatnot are. Hmm. See, what but that I mean goes I don't, to that black I mean, and white. Like, That's that black I don't and white. like it. I don't personally I like it. And I've told you, look. There's some things that are just gray and that will just stay that way. But in your statement that you just said, things are right and wrong. And that is a very black and white answer. For the person, depending upon who the person is. Mm-hmm. It's in their own wheelhouse. Like, I can't sit here and be like, you know. I mean, we talked about the Lebee Smith thing, but that's... That's his world. I don't have the reasons on that. That's that's his world. Mm-hmm. My world's going to be totally different. I don't want to be, you know, in that that situation. I'm looking to bring in no other male or female or what have you mm-hmm. if it were my husband going down like a beast mess situation. <laughs> I'm not. It's too much like work for me. There's other, like, I don't need, I do not feel like I need a sexual companionship. That's mm-hmm. why I said it's each to their own. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> just be aware, <laughs> I think is my big thing, just be aware that other people are, like, snarking at you. And make sure, in, in all of things, make sure your kids are aware. To me, Because I don't want you to go through some issues uh, with the kids. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. That's really what my, you know, PC statement. I hear what you're saying. She's so PC. <laughs> you know, but again, if we want to talk the technicality of marriage, you know. um, The technicality of marriage is, look, you ain't doing this. In sickness and in health. Hell, till death. Do us part. Thank okay? you. She is sick and he's still there. Yes or no? Yeah, he's still there. Okay. Till death do his part. Is she dead yet? Not yet. Not that no. I know about. So you're saying it's I know. Cool? That, to know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was like, with that being said, I would, that, you that would be on your side. Then, you know, yeah. there would be an agreement on you. But, I mean, he's being there. I mean, he's still, he's being there. In sickness and in health, till death do you part. He's He's there. He's committed. You know, there's a multiple. That's people. what I said. Going, <laughs> going back, <laughs> marriage is a complex commitment. He's I mean, not able to marry this lady. Yeah, he has not married this lady. He can't. You know, I don't know. I don't know. And for some people, they're just like, well, if you feel that way, truly, like you mentioned, put me in a nursing home, no matter what. We'll figure. We'll figure the finances out behind that. And, you know. But it's like, as we, and then the other question, like I touched upon, as we get older, you know, especially if we are older and wiser and seasoned, should we be denied, should we be denied having sexual intimacy? We don't want to think about it because we are young folks. Yeah. And we're just like, ill. But men can still have babies at 70, so... <sighs> Yeah, that was kind of gross, but yeah. I'm sorry, but clearly, so they have the the stuff still works. The desire still works. The desire is still there. 
the libido is still there. That's no, really yeah. what, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. And I think for women, it's like, for some women, the libido is still there. Hey. Um, but as, as us younger people are looking at, you know, the more se- our seasoned listeners, you know, it's of the mindset like, ill, you should not. You should not be doing no such a thing. When in fact, fun fact, STDs are pretty high in the more seasoned community. What you say? Listeners. They're running rapid up in the nursing home like that. Listeners, STDs are rampant. I mean, isn't it, you know, it's a, it's a pretty, they get STDs too. Where my my healthcare listeners, y'all know. So clearly, they doing something. Maybe they, yeah. Well, see, that just is kind of going back to my point. Let's let's till that depart. I think so much about it, and say, be like, safe. Yes, be safe. But then going back to Mister to to Mister Gatsby, say he did not have the significant other. Okay. Say he was truly still, you know, just with Miss Smith. Okay. And he wanted some companionship from her. And she is of no mental capacity, you know, of it. Could we say it would be inappropriate for for him to try to request some sexual advances? Like, would it be inappropriate for him to want to touch her or hug her or kiss her or whatever? You know what I mean? In hug B or yeah, hug B, the other hug lady? B. Yeah, say the woman isn't even here. Like, Oh, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with him trying to, you know, still kiss his wife and all that. We're, but we're thinking B. a cute kiss way, but I'm just thinking... Would it be inappropriate for him to still want her sexually? I don't think that's inappropriate at all. Even though she is of no mental capacity to understand that? Well, wanting and doing are two different things. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars. This is true. And I should say doing, 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 you know? So then what's what then? Well, I mean, no means no, even if you are incapacitated. No means no. And so... I feel like again, you you he still have to, to have these pre conversations. When you, I know it sounds like a contract and all, but I feel like couples have to have these pre conversations. And so that's and maybe forcing, sit down with a counselor. I, I don't know. Tr- so then what? What? Because now you know. Say he did not have a mistress. Say he did not. He has to for the next however long. You know, Miss Smith is alive. Suppress his sexual desires. Do you see where I'm going? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I had to suppress drinking alcohol for nine months. But you're pregnant. pregnant. That's but that's pregnant. And then after nine months, you can you can go back to drinking. Someone's gonna say, okay. So I mean, well, you may be for, so, so many I'm months. like, he has to force himself to be celibate. He has it's a forced celibacy until after she dies, and then he can go on. Everybody's religion, everybody's different. It's a beautiful thing. I don't, again, these are just thought process. You know what really I mean? Like, speaking, yeah, I guess. 
my dad did, but yeah. And that was at least two years plus. So I'm just like, so you're, it's okay to have forced celibacy. I, again, I think that's just a a discussion the couple has to have and agree upon. Yeah, it is, you know. You know what I mean? But these are, again, another thought. You know, this is something else you got to think about. Say he did not have her. He's going to have blue balls for the next 20 years. I mean, there is a thing called porn and a television. Only so much. Goodness gracious. No, and that does not justify. Look at me before that takes. I was going to say before folks this, about to blow up the email. Yeah, I was going to say before folks take this out of context, that does not justify going out and cheating. No, no, you know you you you. I think there's companion. I mean, having friends over to help you through the situation. Um, there's companionship and there's intimacy. I think the intimacy part is where it gets fuzzy, fuzzy wuzzy. So if he paid, if he went ahead and just paid someone, you really going on? That's intimacy. Companionship yeah. is like, hey, let me have some like you know people. Over. Really, you think, I, and I think it's the opposite. I'm like, companionship is an emotional attachment. Uh, the you know, there's an emotional physical attachment to it. Whereas like, you know, if you just want to go do the do, that's just like whatever. You know, well, so you're you just, okay. You're okay with him. Like, say if he didn't again, hypothetically speaking. Okay. He didn't have the mistress. Would you be okay if he just went out and had paid s- sexual relations? No. Okay. Not per se. Again, I'm not in there being. I know, like but these are, I know, but I'm just, you know, I, yes, I'm going off the deep end, but these are like, what's okay at this point? What is not okay? And it sounds like from your end, like, like no kind of companionship. I say no kind. No intimacy. I said no intimacy. Is is he can have people like if the what do you mean he can have people? Oh, all right, companionship. Like if he had a cousin over, technically speaking, yes, he's having companionship. You know what I mean? But like. You know I mean, what this I mean. lady's like living there. You know what I mean by that. You know I what mean, I mean? It like, is everything but the marriage in the house. So when we are caring, like, oh, and, and, and when we are caring for another who is terminally ill or what have you, you know, suppose. So the idea is. So basically, going back, the idea should be you like you should just be focused solely on caring for that person, that person only, and no other. Some people don't have a choice but to care for that person only and to work. That I get. That I understand. If I mean, have, besides a few friends coming over yeah. because it is what it is. I mean, say if you I don't know did have a. <laughs> An extra two hours every day. You know what I mean? Like an extra fifteen minutes of your life. I'm probably asleep, or I'm probably. I mean, if you had, you know, some time getting counseling at this point because it's just a lot. Hmm. I don't. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot, and it also brings to the point that 
are we truly really looking at the the overall well-being of the caregiver? Mm. Are we, you know what I mean? Like if we find, if we had friends and, you know, hypothetically, if we had a, a, a married couple who was going through some things and one was terminally ill, you know, our focus would be so much on the ill person mm-hmm. that we're not even focused on the health of the caregiver, which goes back to my saying earlier, seven out of 10 times, it's usually the caregiver that dropped dead before the yeah. the actual ill person. I didn't know that in terms of seven out of 10. Well, not seven, I bet. I mean, well, odds, the uh, odds, odds of it. The odds of it, you know? Um, because, I mean, I do yeah. think we need to look at the welfare of the caregiver um, as well. I feel like, but I just, like I said, I feel like people have to sit down and each couple has to sit down and have those discussions. Um, I know you're going to be giving some more money to the marriage therapist, but people sit down and make sure that they're both aware of what could transpire and how to handle it mm-hmm. and making sure, okay, what does that truly mean? Um as well as make sure they understand the emotional, their the other side's emotional needs, and then as well as the children too, because you don't yeah. want, regardless of finances, you don't want your children to see Susie Q or whomever roll through, and then it causes more friction, and then starts a, a emotional trauma to someone who has dementia or what have you in this home, and. You, it's unnecessary. So that's, it doesn't just involve the, the immediate caregiver because there might be other people around who could become well, sure. additional caregivers too. Caregiving is caregiving. And, yeah. it, you know, burnout, whoever, if it's, you know, the person who spends the majority the of whole the time. Health, the whole health or, of a person. Oh, yeah or, yeah. or those who care part-time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, I guess if you were going on dates, okay. I just... Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he went again? I don't agree with the optics of it. I don't agree. Yeah, with the optics. Him, like, and that's my thing. Like, you want your kids to be able to to feel comfortable with the optics. And it sounds like in her, it, it, well, she didn't daughter, have kids, right? This, well, her stepdaughter. Yeah, she acknowledges that. Yeah, you know, and she's okay with that. Yeah. Now the stepdaughter. But that wasn't. Grow- it, it wasn't until that came out that I was like, okay, you could, if you good, then that's fine. Yeah. Because you know some some kids would be like, wait a minute, no, no, nah, mom wouldn't want that. No. Nah. And the stepdaughter's a grown, you know, woman now. Oh, all kids, regardless. Yeah, I say kids because that's some people what the would argue. You know, would make the some people could make the argument. Well, had she had her own kids, the the choice might have been different, or the outcome might have been different. She helped raise her too, so kids are. You, kids. you know what I mean? That's where, I, and that's where I draw the line. Kids are kids. Like, like, it doesn't matter, you know? So, yeah, all money okay, aside, all finances aside, like, if she's okay, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And so. Now, if she they, weren't okay, that's the reason why I'm saying sometimes I think you have to bring in the kids to make mm-hmm. sure that the, or ensure of them that the optics are okay. Yeah, yeah. And dispel any myths. So that way they're comfortable and they're not going, well, now I'm going to challenge you when something does arise. And then you have a whole battle on your hands you didn't need to have. Yeah. You know, it, it it can get messy. But that's, again, like you said, the lack of communication. Yeah. The lack of communication. I just think, you know, we've 
there are a lot of prying eyes in the case of B. Smith and 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 uh, Gatsby. There are there are a lot of eyes looking in and wagging the finger and saying like this is wrong, this is wrong. Where honestly, we don't know the the, the nuances behind the relationship or um, what living will they had in order or what kind of um, and I can't health, trust that enough. Have one of those health healthcare uh, wills and POAs that they have going on. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know. Listeners, what say you? Oh, I love it. This was a good discussion. It makes people rethink about what they, yeah. Or not, really. It may not. I mean, like I said, especially us, you know, we are very like, like you said, we joked about it offline. Like, you know, you better slow roll <laughs> with the headlights off if you even you know, have an inkling of a thought. Yeah. Well, I say you don't have to worry about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's too much, like, additional work. So, I don't you know. This, to me, is a great area. But I do challenge the listeners to kind of explore this topic some more. And yes. um, give us a comment on Facebook and how you feel about the situation. Like I said, it has come and gone, but it definitely does rouse up some deep feelings and provide some very staunch opinions on how they mm-hmm. feel about the, Especially when there's different health awareness weeks, months, what have you. Yeah. Have the conversation. So, this is, yeah. We'll see what happens. So, all right, please check out additional, <laughs> no, no, not even. So please check out additional resources and links in our show notes where you can find out more information about this topic. We also have some links in there about the actual backstory of B. Smith and Mr. Gatsby and kind of where we're coming from with this if you have not checked um, social media already. We ask that you rate and review this as well as other episodes or send us an email at mahoganymomology, that's M-A-H, O-G-A-N-Y-M-O-M-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Then continue the conversation via our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and LinkedIn pages. Oh, yes. Yes. Until next time, this is Tosh. And this is Mel. And we thank you for listening to Mahogany Mammology. Bye-bye.